0: All the way home, we listened to Jolene and Jolene in the back seat. I was about ready to strangle Jolene by the I got to the back, to, back to the house. I'm like, oh, okay, get there the rest of the words, just don't be singing the, the first line over and over and over.
1: Rob and Sharon Steves are people that I deeply respect and admire. Over the years, they have adopted 11 children from the Ukraine. Their house is full and bursting at the seams. And some of their kids have some pretty serious health issues. And Fallon, at 13 years old, is facing a pretty big battle right now, waiting for a kidney transplant. Three years she has been waiting. And DreamWorks reached out to the Steves family to see what kind of dream, what kind of wish did Fallon have? And could they fulfill it? Well, I had a conversation with Sharon to learn what Fallon's dream was, and it's pretty cool.
0: So um, the Dream Factory, who have been working very hard to make this happen, and they're a great bunch of people, just put a plug in there for them because they're amazing. Um, Fallon's dream was to meet Dolly Parton and sing a song with her. Um, Because Fallon is very musical and she loves to sing and she loves to perform and all these things. So um, eventually they were able to connect with Dolly's people and Dolly's people got back to them and then there was a whole uh, bit of organization going on behind the scenes. And on Saturday morning, Rob and I and Fallon and Patrick, of course, went into uh, Winnipeg um, and Fallon had a Zoom call with Dolly Parton.
1: So did she know this was happening when you were going into the city? Yes, she did. Okay.
0: What? Explain why Dolly Parton? That is a very good question. (laughs) Several people have asked me that same question. (laughs) Part of it is, um, Fallon loves to sing. Mm -hmm. And we often have YouTube on because we don't have actual TV per se, just YouTube and Netflix. Um, And there's all sorts of music videos playing. And one Sunday, many moons ago, um, Fallon was singing, um, you know the song Dolly sings with Zach Williams, I believe he is. Um, Yes. There was Jesus, I think the song is, where... And Fallon was singing beside the TV, all doing the movements and all. I said, oh, you're so like her. And she's like, why? She's blonde. And I said, yeah, but she's tiny like you and she's a really good singer like you. And um I didn't know much about Dolly at that time. Never really, you know, followed her over the years or anything. Mm-hmm. So Fallon then thought, um, when she was asked, you know, what her dream would be, her her first response was I I I always my dream was always to have a mom and dad, and I said but you have a mom and dad. She goes oh yeah now I do. She's <laughs> <laughs> so funny, and um, then yeah I wanted to meet Dolly Parton sing song with her and I'm like okay I um, don't know how that's going to happen because she's like a mega big star and whatever, um but you know the Dream Factory worked their buns off to make this happen.
1: That is so cool. So what what did they talk about?
0: Well, initially Dolly asked her, um, do you like my songs? And Fallon had said, yeah. And what, she asked her what her favorite, of course, Fallon couldn't remember what her favorite was. <laughs> um, and then she remembered. So she's like, ah, you know, she's all tongue-tied because you know what it's like. Yeah. She's only one sitting on this, looking at this big screen. And um, then she asked, uh, Fallon asked Dolly, how long does it take you to write a song? And Dolly told her, well, can I can write a song like in ten or fifteen minutes? Wow. Doesn't have to be a very good one, but that's what what I can do. I've been writing songs for a very long time, and um, then do- uh, Dolly said, "You know, if you ever come down to Dollywood, apparently she's got a theme park, which I didn't know about. Um, you know, we can sing a song together. So I'm hoping I'm hoping Dolly's people can make this happen for Fallon. Um, but Fallon has been talking about nothing else since and uh then dolly sang you know the one she wrote um that was whitney houston sang i will always love you
1: yes yep.
0: so so dolly sang that and pointed to fallon and fallon's face was just like honestly lit up like a candle
1: oh, oh my goodness yeah
0: and so, so it, was, it was very cool and all the way home we listened to Jolene, Jolene in the back seat. I was about ready to strangle Jolene, the time I got to back, to, back to the house. I'm like, well, oh, okay, get, learn the rest of the words. Just don't be singing the, the first line over and over and over.
1: <laughs> oh, that is so good. What
0: I, I say that with a joke, by the way. Yes. I wasn't actually going to strangle anybody.
1: No, I know that, but right, you hear the same song over and over and over. Uh-huh. Yeah, it gets to be a bit much.
0: Just especially when you're in a vehicle with... Uh, oh, and by the way, coming home, like the, the Dream Factory had got all these balloons. So this made it even more interesting because they had oh they had these gorgeous balloons. I took a picture of Fallon with all our balloons. It was, our car was like swamped. You could hardly see anybody in the car with all these <laughs> balloons coming home.
1: Well, that would have been an extra special treat for everybody in the house with all those balloons yeah, kicking around. Well, it
0: was, of course. we get home, Connor sneaks a balloon of Fallon and then starts sucking down the helium so he's talking in a squeaky voice and yeah our, our lives have never done a moment.
1: No fun for everybody with those balloons. So yeah. what did Fallon think after this was
0: all done? Well she was all ready to pack up her bags and head off to the States to sing a song with Dolly and I'm like Fallon that's not happening we can't afford to do that. <laughs> do you realize how far away that would be? Um, and she's like oh no. Are you, can we not go and do that? I've said, that's like hundreds of miles away. It's not going to happen. But she went to school. She's been going to school every day this week covered in sparkles and rainstones and a t-shirt with Dolly Parton's picture on the front. And Yeah.
1: Oh, what a super cool, what a super cool thing to happen. How? What were you thinking when when you were watching all this take place?
0: I was just watching Fallon because her face was just glowing. Like, I mean, I know Dolly's a big star, and I'm sure she's a wonderful person, but, you know, as as Fallon, I was more concerned and more interested in watching her responses to this.
1: Yeah.
0: And, um, yeah, it was just, it's just cool. It's a cool thing. It's her dream. Um, I hope and pray that she eventually gets to meet her, Mm. her star because, you know, that would be, that would be physically very cool for her, not just on the big screen. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't know if that will happen or not, but I, I would love it to happen.
1: That would be yeah, that would be super, super cool. Mm-hmm. How how do you feel seeing her dream get realized?
0: I'm thankful for her because she wanted this so bad and mm-hmm. she loves singing. Like, she's so musical. And I don't know if you've ever seen her performing, at, even when she was still in the orphanage. We have videos mm-hmm. of her. They always chose her to be the star of the show because she's so gifted that way. Mm-hmm. So it was just lovely to see her enjoying um, being sang to and serenaded and yeah. And then she of course goes to school and Mr. Newfelt is her music teacher and he is an amazing guy. And he's like, oh Fallon, I'm so jealous. I'm so jealous you got to see her. Like she's one of my favorite people. And Fallon of course and I was like, oh, Mr. Newfelt was so jealous that I got to see Dolly and he didn't. <laughs> and I'm like, oh yeah, okay.
1: Oh, what an exciting experience for Fallon and for you to watch Fallon experience this. Yeah. How How is she doing?
0: Not so good. Okay. We've had a lot of ups and downs recently. We just got back from uh, three weeks ago. She was admitted for five days because she was doing very poorly. Her mm. blood pressure was really shocking high again. Her potassium was through the roof. Um, she was in heart failure. Um, yeah, it was... Uh, it was a tough five days. She was very not, she was very not too, uh, that's not good English. She wasn't doing too good. Yeah. Um, it took it took a lot of stabilization by the team at HSC. Um, and then she got home again on the, the Monday after that. And then she was back in the ER again when she passed. Wow. Because she couldn't stand up in school one day. She was so weak. Um, she just gotten like really weak and very pale and the principal called me. And of course I'm at work so I call Rob. He had to go and get her and take her into emerge and she spent the whole day in there. Her potassium again now is too high but it's better than it was before three weeks ago. So it's been a, it's been a progress like 19 pills a day and an injection every other Sunday and it's been three years now on the waiting list for a kidney.
1: And nothing, nothing's moving in that regards yet, hey?
0: Well, there's been a couple of people have come forward out of the um, interest, you know, the, or the the little thing that found that a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I mean, I don't get that information, so I don't right. know how far things progress with that or if anybody matches or anything. Right. Because it is tough, but she's one of the longest kids, they told me, ever on the transplant list. Normally kids are on the list maybe a year, has been on the list for three years, pretty much. And of 11 hours of dialysis, now a day. And so she's hooked up before 7 every night. Yeah. Which she's 13. So every single night in life, she's up in her bed before 7, hooked onto machines, hooked onto her feeding machine, hooked onto her dialysis, like reading books. And, you know, who what 13-year-old girl wants to be up in her bed every night? It's before 7 o'clock. Yeah. But... She's, you know, if you knew her, I mean, you do know her, but if you saw her, if anybody listened to us, sees her, she's such a positive, mm-hmm. thankful, jolly little girl.
1: Yeah, she's got quite the sparkle in
0: those eyes. Oh, they glow. Yeah. She is. She's something else. Like, we are so thankful to have her, even with all the the extra work. People have said to us, you know, if you knew all this beforehand, we'd still have adopted her. Of course, a million times. Oh, yes. A million times over. Um, all the work doesn't touch. Having her and our family.
1: Yeah. She's a very important part of your family and she's wonderful. And I'm so glad she got to have this experience. What a what a what a highlight of of what has been a pretty difficult month, right?
0: Yeah, it's been a tough month for her. And us. Yeah. Well (laughs) I but for her mainly because she's the one on the receiving end of all of this. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Do they ever give a reason why she's been on the list so long? Like, I know it's a, it's, it comes down to a match, right? Yeah.
0: They haven't been able to find a good match. And that's been the biggest one. And then there's been times that she's been taken off of us because her hemoglobin was too low. So she's been Uh off of us maybe for a month at a time here and there while they give her extra needles every year. I give her extra needles, I guess, to get, you know, to make more red blood cells. And there's, it's just, when things are not stable, um, they, they won't do the transplant. So our, our big job at home as her parents are trying to keep her as stable as possible. So if we, and when we get the call, she's ready to go. Yeah. How can we support and help the Steve's family? Oh, well, people have been amazing. I love our community. I can, I'm so blown away by them. Um, when I was in, the hospital was family. Like, I stayed with her for the five days. I asked her, do you want me to stay with you? Yes. <laughs> okay, then I won't be leaving. So work were great. They accommodated, no problem. But people in our community, in our church family, in our local area, they came and they brought meals to Rob and the kids when I was gone.
1: Mm.
0: So he didn't have that stress. So he could come and visit. So he could come and, um, you know, see found, see me
1: mm-hmm.
0: do other stuff with the kids. So normally we would kind of share So, I mean, I don't know. It's just people have been so good. Right now, of course, we're back to the having to pay for all our medications again because of the amount of meds some of our kids are on. But I mean, that's just we know that and God is good. And yeah, it's just been, it's been a definitely an interesting journey.
1: Yes. I'm, I, I, right? As somebody who sits and Mm -hmm. watches your experience happen, the, the word inspirational comes to mind very frequently, Sharon. Um oh. when I grow up I want to be like you. I'm not sure I'm well, ever gonna grow up, but if I do, I want to be like Sharon.
0: Well I hope I'm like me when I grow up too <laughs> <laughs> you shall be oh. forever young, Sharon. Yeah, I I hope so.
1: If you would like to help Fallon out and potentially donate a kidney Visit transplantmanitoba.ca to get some more information on what becoming a living kidney donor looks like.